So, Imogene. Mm-hmm. You've been dating for months. You've said those magic words. Things are getting serious. Your friends approve. But now, it's time for the final hurdle. <laughs> it's time for you to meet the parents. <laughs> on this week's episode we're going to be discussing meeting your partner's parents for the first time we're going to exchange stories and give you our top tips no dirty talk just podcasts no turn-ons so turn me on by that i mean this podcast I'm not interested so don't date me review me just rate me like subscribe don't date me, review me, just rate me, like, subscribe, don't date me. I don't date me. I don't date me. I don't date me. Play the podcast, don't date me. Get your keys in the bowl, get the pampas grass at the door, get your knickers done and have a ball. And uh, no... Don't date me. <laughs> and don't date me. <laughs> don't date me. Don't date me. No, 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 Don't call me baby. Don't date me. 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 You're listening to Don't Date Me, a podcast about dating from Scotland. Follow wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss future episodes. I'm Jamie, a 37-year-old, 6'4", bisexual man and closeted Christian. And I haven't really got to meet the parents many times. My relationships don't seem to last long enough. (laughs) Hi, I'm Emma Jane. Uh, 33-year-old. I nearly said 34 (laughs) because I am 34 later this month. Um, five foot three, demisexual female, and I think I met the parents too quickly. Oh, controversial! Let's unpack it in the episode. So, Emma Jane, it's time for that special moment of the show. It's time for our new feature called Swipe Left, Swipe Right, where we tell you what's hot and what's not each week. So what's your swipe left this week? So my swipe left, the things I'm chucking in the bin. So my swipe left for this week is... (laughs) I feel I shouldn't be saying this on a dating podcast. My swipe left is dating. See, because I've been... I had that sore throat for so long. Mm -hmm. And then I just had a, a very short sabbatical from it. It's like, when I go to message anyone now, I'm like, ugh. Yeah, but... I can't be bothered. I'm so glad I'm single. Jamie, what? don't you have an AI girlfriend? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was dumped after last week's episode. Why is she Wait, poor soul? hang on. What episode is that? Yeah, last week's episode. Poor soul. What did Sydney ever do wrong? Anyway, speaking of which... Sydney's a Tory. What does she know? <laughs> My swipe left is drama. Just drama in general. Workplace drama, relationship drama, family drama, friend drama, just drama in general. Yeah, just love a quiet life, right? Yeah. Okay, and then what's your swipe right? What's the things that are hot this week for you? This week, I've actually binge-watched Sweet Magnolias on Netflix. Oh, what's that? I don't know what that is. It's basically 
a TV show about the three best friends mm-hmm. and basically all the goings on in their life mm. and all that. So there's been a lot of drama this the, the, the episode that's just gone funnily enough. So the only drama you want is in TV? <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. Only in TV. And it finishes in so many cliffhangers. Like, season two finishes in so many cliffhangers. I'm like, up with season three. Hurry up with season three. I love it. So what's your swipe right? So my swipe right is still The Last of Us TV show. It's so good. I feel like you'd hate it. It's very harrowing. It's a lot. There's a lot going on. Yeah. But it's just so well made. And every episode, I don't feel nervous about it in any capacity now. I'm fully invested in the characters. I'm loving the direction it's going. I'm loving the differences in the show as well. Um, so yeah, I'm loving that. And also, I have finally have got around to starting to watch the rest of Ring of Power as well. Which is just... I messaged you last night about it. It's yeah. so, so much money. Just all the money. It's like the production values are crazy. It's it's like it's there is a lot of CGI, I'll be honest. But it's it's good CGI, which is yeah. the fun thing. And just the costumes and stuff are are amazing and the set design. So yeah, I'm really, really enjoying that. But anyway, before we move on to the meat of this sandwich for this week, it's time for you to have your say on this week's social poll. So on our social polls, we're asking do you dread the idea of meeting your partner's parents for the first time? Uh, yes or no? Head to our Twitter and Instagram and have your say. Find us at Don't Date Me Pod. So, what about you, Emma Jane? Do you did do you did you dread the idea of meeting your partner's uh, parents? Um. So. My partner obviously only has the one parent, okay. so it's only his mum, but there's also his uncle and his little sister, and mm. I met them all in the one night. Oh wow, okay. Um, and it was just, it wasn't planned, it wasn't anything like that, and it was sort of so, it was a bit like, oh, okay, I'm going to meet them, let's just do this. Let's just go for it, yeah. So, yeah, it was actually... Right after he officially asked me to be his girlfriend. Oh. So it was Wait, kind of what? Cute. Right after? Like, later that night. Oh, wow, that was quick. <laughs> so. He moves fast. Like it. We'd, we'd known each other since September. Okay. We'd been dating for a month and a half-ish, I want to say. Okay. So we knew we liked one another and that sort of stuff. So it was just, and it just so happened they were ordering food and it was that way. It was like, might as might well. well. Hang so, yeah. I think I was more nervous when he was meeting my parents. Oh, okay. Which we'll come back to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, coming up in a bit, we're going to have Emma Jane's mum sharing her thoughts on this situation of meeting Emma Jane's partner for the first time. So, for me... Um, I don't really feel nervous. I think I've said this before on the podcast. I don't really feel nervous about most social things ever. I think because I've done so much like showy things. I'm very much like meeting new people. Great. So I've said it before where I'm never like nervous before dates and stuff like that. I get excited but not nervous. And I think the only time that I ever feel nervous, nervous is as if I'm going into a completely unknown situation, like a brand new workplace, for instance, yeah. where there's loads of people that I don't know. But I think when there's a small group of people, I know how to kind of like win them over, give them the chat. Yeah. 
So no, I don't I don't usually feel nervous, I would say. But let's find out what Emma Jane's mum has to say on the matter. Here's some responses Emma Jane's mum recorded earlier, seamlessly edited for the purposes of this podcast. <laughs> Emma Jane's mum. Tell us what's your mum's name? Jane. Jane, there you go. Why why would I forget that? It's literally part of your name. Tell us about meeting Emma Jane's partner for the first time. Okay, now you're asking. So, meeting Emma Jane's partner for the first time. Uh, gosh, that's going back a bit. Probably must be coming up for around about 10, 9, 10 years. Um, and I remember we went to a World Buffy type restaurant on Suckill Street because... Um, I was working very close to it. Um, nobody could kind of decide what they wanted because everybody likes different stuff. Um, I like everything. Emma likes Indian, Italian. Um, Chinese wouldn't be her first choice. Her brother, who was also coming, doesn't really, not too keen on Chinese. Um, and also... Um, she'd asked that I bring my partner with me as well. So I knew that was pretty important. Now, I remember seeing this um, young man sitting there. He looked very nice. Um, We said, hello. I don't think there were too many silences or the conversation didn't flow too much. I remember he was... uh, bit quiet and more observant probably because when we get together we all talk a hell of a lot can talk over each other so i think the poor chap got a bit of a baptism of fire to be honest and probably thought oh my goodness what the heck is going on here um yeah so was he what you expected him to be like Actually, to be honest, um, I didn't have any expectations at all um, because, you know, I just, um, I, I don't tend to to do that because that way I find you're not let down by your own expectations. And I knew that um, this person must be really important to Emma Jane purely because I'd only ever met one other boyfriend of hers and that was when she worked for a well-known clothing brand retail shop whose name we will not mention because other well-known retail brands are out there. Um, And that had only been when I'd gone to pick her up from work or I had been in that particular store looking for shoes or something myself. Um, So I didn't really have any expectations, but I knew he was really, really important to her and that this potentially could be a life partner because um, Emma doesn't take introducing boyfriends um, lightly and it had to be a serious relationship for her to even consider that. The fact that she'd asked me to bring my partner and her brother was coming to men. Yeah, this this was pretty serious. Um, so my expectations were that I got to meet this person, this young man, and that he was somebody who made Emma Jane happy. 
and was going to take care of her. Um, obviously, I wouldn't know that, but I could see that he made her very happy. And that was all my expectation of her partner. And to be honest, it's still the only expectation that I have of him. Who do you think was more nervous, you or Emma Jane's partner? I think that Emma Jane's partner and Emma Jane would probably say he was, but um, because I am a performer, um, you know, I sing, I act, I write my own material, I'm a creative, I don't tend to show that I'm nervous, but I was actually really quite nervous. It was quite a daunting um, notion, um, the idea of meeting this person who your daughter is choosing to introduce you to because she's really serious about him. So I knew that this was really a big deal. So um, I guess it's kind of a toss up. I think um, they would say he was, um, but actually I was extremely nervous. I'm fortunate in that I have a performance background so I can um, cover that sort of thing pretty well. So I don't think that even Emma Jane would have been aware that my partner knew. Um, but yeah, I was pretty nervous myself, but I think we'll give him the edge on that one. What tips do you have for someone who is meeting their partner's parents for the first time? So, as the parent meeting the child's partner, I guess you have to be very open-minded. Don't have any expectations. Um, just get to know them. And I suppose, actually, when I think about it, that's the exact same thing that that goes for the partner meeting the parents. So I guess it's kind of a two-way thing. Um, I guess you have to take people as you find them. So yes, try not to have expectations. Try not to put too much pressure on yourself or on them. Keep conversation light. Um, bit of alcohol, I think, always helps just to lower barriers a bit but don't get sloshed um and just be generally respectful i think obviously um a partner knows that your child is the center of your world so they will probably be a bit anxious get your child to brief you beforehand so that you kind of know a little bit about them so that hopefully you'll know there's a mutual topic of interest you can discuss. But yeah, keep the conversation light initially because if this person is important to your child, you're going to get to know them better over the, the long run. So remember, your child's partner already has a viewpoint about you. So yeah, choose. Uh, I, I think meeting in a public place like a restaurant is a really, really good idea too because if it's your home territory or their home territory, um, I think it's a lot to invite somebody into your space for a first meeting and it's best to do that on neutral territory. Yeah, so there you go. Ooh, so there we go. Some yeah. some reminiscing there, Remi reminiscing? 
Yeah, sure. Yeah. And sure. some interesting points. Too. Yes, indeed. Indeed. So Dr. Wyatt Fisher, a clinical psychologist, recommends waiting about three months from when you first started dating to introduce your partner to your family members. They say, just to make sure the relationship has a good footing and you're feeling like it has some potential. So, Emma Jane, how far into a relationship should you meet the parent? I think it's completely different in each relationship. Yeah. So, some people will wait months before introducing them. Some people will wait weeks. Mm. Then you get the really, really crazy to wait days. Yeah. Which, red flag. Going back yeah. to the episode, that's a red flag. So, what was yours again? So how long did you wait? I think we're about a month and a half-ish. Okay. I think that's a good time. I would say if you're going past three months and you've still not met their friends, super red flag. Family, I would say get things moving. Because you want to gauge... Because I think it's an important way of getting to know somebody. Like you don't know someone until you've met their friends and family. Literally, you don't know them. Yeah. Yeah. So, because... I would say I'm probably slower. I was a lot slower at introducing Chris to mine. Yeah. Because my friend group are very, very small and very, very tight-knit. And my best friend is basically my sister. Like, like, I think he met my mum... I think he met my mum later. I met his mum fairly early. I think he met my mum later. And I think he actually met my mum, my stepdad-to-be at that point, Mm. and my brother in the same night. I think that was maybe... About the three month mark, actually, I think it was a while afterwards, maybe about three, four months. Um, yeah. So we've done a little bit of research on the subject, as we always do. Uh, as always, all the research is in the show notes, you can find it. So whilst I was perusing the internet, I found a fun article on the New York Times. We're, we're keeping it classy. Could have gone with Cosmopolitan or Vogue, and I didn't. Um, Woofed! <laughs> so we're going highbrow. And this is an article called Tips. From Meeting the Parents by Hilary Scheinbaum. Yes. I thought I was going to say it wrong. <laughs> Yay, you did it! Um, so we're going to very quickly go through them and then unpack it just slightly. So what's okay. the first one, Imogen? Send or bring a gift. Classy. Love it. Do it. I think so. Because it's nice if you show up. <laughs> imagine you show up to meet the parents for the first time for a dinner and you show up with some flowers. Classy. But that's from... It's a male perspective, school. and it is very old school, whereas I would find it creepy. Would you not even bring a bottle of wine? It depends depend on where and what and what we're doing. Like, if we're going out to... If we're just meeting up for coffee, yeah, that's different. But even, like, even like going out for a meal, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily oh, no, yeah. take something. But maybe going to the house for the first time. Defos. Yeah, bring, like, mum, like... A bouquet of flowers or just a bouquet of flowers or a box of chocolates, something else. Yeah, but I think, again, it's the situation around it. But exactly. Yeah. Know, know the time, know the audience. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, the next one is dress appropriately. Yes. Which at first I was like, you can wear whatever the hell you want. But actually you can. Because if you show up to like a formal dinner and you're wearing... Jeans and a t-shirt. Yeah. It's... Well, you can wear jeans and a t-shirt as long as you're wearing maybe a suit jacket and... Brogues. Yeah. The official outfit of a straight four year old. (laughs) 
But so Jane you're not stereotyping here. No stereotypes, no stereotypes. You but, do you, baby. Yeah. What's the next one? Um, address them appropriately. What's your thoughts on this? Mr. Sparks. I think... I think it's nice. I think it is nice. So it's that way where... It's very um, old school. It is very old school and it, it was that way where... Did he? Your partner? I think... He, I think I mean... I think I mean... Mum, mum... And then she went, it's Jane. So she nice. went, that was, so she kind of exactly. took us, yeah. allow it to the parent True. to determine what it is. Because we all know, particularly when it's daddies to their daughters, mm. it's like, it's Mr. Shulafarts to you. I feel, don't go overboard unless you're really American. Don't maybe call them sir or ma'am. That's weird. Also, yeah. don't be calling them mum or dad. No, not until they invite you to. Yes. Not until they invite you to. Because that is weird. That is weird. <laughs> oh, dear. Unless you've been in a relationship for years and they say, it's mum, sweetheart, or daddy. So, Sorry, that was not meant to be in that voice. <laughs> baby talk, oh dear. Well, here's another one. Remain focused. So, eye contact and put your phone away. So, this is kind of cool. So, be truly present when someone is talking and allow yourself a moment to respond genuinely, said Anna Nicolaitis, a clinical psychologist and... Oh, for God's sake, it was right. A clinical psych... Yeah, psychologist. Oh, my Mm -hmm. God. A clinical psychologist and owner of Philadelphia's Couple Therapy. uh, The doctor said these practices display mindfulness while growing relationship intimacy. Yeah, I think... I have a habit... Of poor eye contact is my yeah. thing. So when I'm meeting someone for the first time, I do make a conscious effort to be more, like, present. Yeah. I think it's that way, particularly when it is someone so important yeah. to your partner. You want to show. You want to show also your partner that you're you're being respectful to who's important to them. Yeah. Because the only way now... I would, if, say, for example, me and my partner didn't work out and all the rest of it, and I did have a phone, is because obviously I have a child. Mm. It's that way where I wouldn't necessarily have it out, but I wouldn't put like on silent yeah. whereas, and have that. And I think that's the only exception is when there are children involved from either party. At that point, it's okay to have your phone not on silent, not off, because you need to be contactable for the sake of your child. I think that's the only point is it kind of acceptable yeah. and even if it's that we were at one point even you can just excuse yourself excuse me I just really need to check on my daughter really my to, son I really need to go on Twitter um, <laughs> I really need to go and just check on my kids make sure they're okay I'll be back in five minutes just excuse yourself yeah. just let them know what's going on so they know you're being respectful but you also need to do something for you particularly yeah. if you are a hyper anxious person yeah, about sure. their children Definitely. so yeah. Stay upbeat. Avoid decisive subjects like sport, religion and politics. Oh, it sounds like the rules in the early days of this podcast. Yeah. How, how those rules changed and shifted. Um, I do agree I with feel, this one. Yeah, I feel, yeah, when you're meeting them for the very first time, however, I would never want to instigate a full-on debate but I think it's a curious and interesting way of getting to know your partner. Yeah. It's by, like, touching on those subjects. Once a relationship's been established, 
trying okay. to understand their worldview a little bit. Okay, so the reason why I was laughing at this is because Uh-oh. politics actually came up the first time. Oh, really? Uh-huh, but it was actually my brother. Oh. And it kind of... Coming from the side angle, like it. It, it kind of um, formed the opinion and kind of the relationship my partner and my brother have today. Um, so, and it's that way where it is changing. Yeah. Now it is changing, but it is that way where... Um, did it was it a good thing that he approached that subject? Not at the time. No. Okay. It was not the time. It was not the place. Um, and my brother is very, very passionate about yeah. his beliefs, and it's that way where if you don't agree with him, he then gets full on beheaded. He is. He is. Um, very, very typical Aries. Yeah. Kind of energy and sort of thing. Um. Yeah. Okay, so what we're saying is wait until maybe further down the line before broaching yeah. the subject. But don't avoid them all together. Don't avoid it all together. And it's that way. It's like... If they good, bring it up... If they bring it up, you can, you can yeah. give a general viewpoint and say, oh, well, I like such and such as views. Um, now, the next one's interesting. Show, don't touch. Be aware of cultural differences and public displays of affection. So, when I was doing a bit of reading for this episode, I I don't often frequent Reddit, but I went full-on deep dive, and I spent a good... I must have been on it for, like, about an hour and a half. It was ridiculous. I was down the rabbit hole. And what I found... Because I was looking for funny stories and anecdotes and stuff, but really, most of the stories about things going wrong involved poop. So, like, you needed to poop at your parents, your partner's parents' house, and then the toilet blocked, and all this kind of stuff. Like, so many people had that kind of story. It was dead funny. Um, but the other one as well is cultural differences. So dating outside of your culture, basically, and mm-hmm. how uh, different generations as well have different uh, tolerance levels of physical affection and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think just like play it safe, err on the side of caution. Don't be making out with your partner in front of your parents. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that's, that's even, weird anyway. Even kind of. No, because obviously me and my partner have been together for yeah. years. Is that where something? Would you French him in front of your mom? Not friendship, no. But um, <laughs> we have, think, yeah, we'll kiss, we'll hold hands, all that stuff. Yeah, but I wouldn't just maybe cute. do. I would see more in front of friends on other family members. Yeah, so sort of like his cousin being a classic one. We've been a bit more. Well, for instance, right, like the idea of your partner putting his hand on your leg whilst I'm there doesn't bother me. But see, if your mum was there and I was there too, I'd be like, oh my god, that's so awkward. I don't know why. No, like like, we do stuff like that. Like that's just generally. No, but like you know the kind of like. But but in the early stages of relationship. I mean, like the I own you part. You know when someone's like, and like a wee squeeze. That kind of thing. One of those. Ah, that be so awkward. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. Or just the idea of being in a restaurant and observing someone meet their parents for the first time and then one of them isn't doing this advice and they just, like, are all over their partner. Oh, it just makes me want to die. I hate it. it but it depends on that parent. That yeah. It is that, but that's oh, just gosh, you. what if the parents are all over each other? Oh! <laughs> that is... <laughs> oh, 
which to be honest can be cute but again not in a public place guys get room okay oh, what's the last one it was just... the last one is oh last couple sorry lend a helping hand and don't get drunk cute it's the last two offer don't, don't get drunk unless they get drunk yeah, offer so if you're at their house like offer to help tidy up mm. and it's that way where you're being respectful and offering to help but sometimes they'll say no it's okay you go and sit down with Susie Q and chat to dad yeah sort of thing that could be the mum saying that or it could be like oh thanks very much yeah just put them next to the sink let the paint also don't force yourself to clear the place don't mm. be like no no I insist I insist if they tell you no it's alright respect them and go okay do what they want to do take very much the lead from the parent I would say at this point Defos. so what have we learned from this episode I feel mm. for me I look forward to meeting someone's parents but I just need to get to that point I've only really reached that point properly once, and that was my longest relationship, and our lives were quite integrated by that point. Um, but, yeah. But I do think, though, that I've, I've taken lessons from previous experiences, and I definitely would make sure that after three months I'd... That's interesting, though, that that psychologist was saying the same thing about that time scale, about three months. Yeah. Um, which is usually the length of my relationships. <laughs> These days... <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and um, then what about you what have you learned for me I've learned that probably although we may have done things mildly quicker mm-hmm. than what's recommended we have always still been really respectful to one another's parents and things like that and it worked and it worked yeah, yeah. Um, and it's that way where we're at a point where if we think the other one's parent is being disrespectful to either one of us, we will say. And it's that way where we go, just put it in the bin. Put it in the bin. Well, remember how I have an AI girlfriend that I forgot about? Yeah. Do you want to hear what Sydney's advice is? Sure, let's go with Sydney's advice. Do you want me to do it? No, no, it's okay. Don't you worry. I got you. Is she going to do it? She'll do it. Hey, it's Sydney. Jamie's AI girlfriend here. Remember that meeting your partner's parents for the first time is an opportunity to build a relationship with them. Approach the meeting with an open mind and a positive attitude, and you'll likely have a great time. Good luck. Sydney, I have to say, that is actually some pretty sound advice. It is, and that is courtesy of ChatGPT. Which is hilarious, so AI made up that answer. But I would say that's kind of... Spot on, to be honest. It is. In it the, is in, on this one on. occasion, AI, AI knows better. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's us for this week. But we want to know your experiences of meeting the parents. Specifically, if you have a horror story. I want a juicy Reddit-style horror story. Preferably that doesn't involve poop. So <laughs> get, get in touch and share your story with us. And don't forget, as always, to vote on this week's social polls too on Twitter and Instagram. Find us at Pod. Also, you can drop us a WhatsApp voice note and send us a message by hitting the contact button on our Instagram. Yeah. We post a new episode every Thursday, so follow our show on your favourite podcast app so you don't miss the next episode. And as we say in the same way every single week... Stay appropriately sober. 
don't French your partner in front of their parents. Unless the parents are doing it. <laughs> and whatever you do, don't, don't date, date me. Bye. Bye. Bew, 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 bew. Hey, thank you for listening. The Don't Date Me podcast is created by Jamie Sparks Productions. If you enjoyed it, follow our show and rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. You can rate us each time you listen to an episode. Pure day it as it helps people find our show. Keep in touch by dropping us an email at don'tdatemepod at itsjamiesparks.com and follow us on Twitter or Instagram at don'tdatemepod. If you love what we're doing, please consider donating to UNICEF to aid the people of Ukraine. Recently, our listeners raised £410 after gift matching. You can find the link in the show notes. See you on the next episode. Hi, Sid. Oh, hey, Sid.